Hello and welcome to Sharp China. I'm Andrew Sharp, and you are listening to a free preview of today's episode. Welcome to the podcast, Tashi. I hope this becomes a tradition each week.、Um, but it, you mentioned China in the '90s and early 2000s. That's a, a good transition to Hu Jintao, who ruled from 2002 to 2012. Because in addition to the unveiling of the new standing committee, that was the other massive story that emerged over the final day of Party Congress. There was video of Hu Jintao being forcibly removed from his seat next to Xi, and I'll read from the New York Times here: China's frail former leader Hu Jintao, who presided over one of China's more open and prosperous periods. Was shepherded out of the closing session of an important political meeting on Saturday, a rare disruption in a highly choreographed proceeding. Mr. Hu, 79, was sitting in the front row next to his successor, Xi Jinping, when two attendants approached his table. One tried to lift him out of his chair, an effort Mr. Hu resisted, but then he stood up by himself as the attendants continued standing behind him. While some of the senior officials nearby looked on in apparent concern, after a brief exchange with the attendants, Mr. Hu, who appeared hesitant and possibly confused, said a few words to Mr. Xi, who gave the elder leader an expressionless nod. Then Mr. Hu was led out of the hall. So there were several potential explanations for that particular scene that were debated over the the past few days. Um, debate in China was scrubbed from Weibo within the first twenty-four hours or so. What did you think of of what happened? So there's、um, that's a great question, and and I think it goes back to we don't know for sure. I, I think the two things we can、um, sort of say with with certainty: one is it was it was humiliating.、Mm-hmm. Um, it was humiliating for for Hu Jintao.、Um, it was.、Um, Also, I think whatever happened, and we'll talk a little bit about sort of what are the, some of the possibilities. It was very symbolic of the sort of end or destruction of the the grouping or the the factional grouping that that Hu Jintao represented, which was called the Communist Youth League faction.、Mm-hmm. And so it really was a kind of a a sad, poignant、uh, symbol of. The end of that era.、Um, I think, in terms of what happened, there's a longer video out where you it, he he's up there. He's he. It looks like he's trying to open this folder, and、uh, the the colleague next to him,、uh, not she, but but another member of the the previous standing committee, doesn't want him to open it. And then there's、mm-hmm. a little bit of a sort of he tries to open it again, and and it, it's just a.、Um, You know, he Hu Jintao is is pretty sick. He's got Parkinson's. He's had diabetes for a long time.、Um, he certainly has not looked great in appearances over the last couple of years.、Um, you know, my my initial reaction, having had a father and a stepfather who had dementia, was you know he's an old guy. He's kind of you know you could sort of have be having some cognitive issues up there.、Mm-hmm. Um, that's the benign explanation. Is just he was confused and he kept trying to open something that that he or maybe there's another explanation that he. He'd already voted, but then he right, thought he needed was... to vote, so he was going to go back and vote. And like, no, 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 you don't have to vote. You you can sit down. And then he got agitated, and then, you know, she was like, okay, tell him, you know, take him to go rest, right? right? And, 
Um, and then the, the Xinhua in English later that day put out a message that it was a health-related issue. Um, he did appear on the evening news in his normal position, sort of the right protocol rank and everything. Although, you know, that's... It, it, and just thinking that's important because if he were purged... If there was a problem, he wouldn't have appeared. But right. it also it also could have been that that was sort of they have a formula for how these report on things and that they already had the done and then the message hadn't come out yet that something had happened. And so they were, it's, it's not like it's a real-time broadcast, this, mm. this, this, this uh, CCT evening, evening news. Um, so that said, there's also, um, you know, there's a different set of sort of theories, rumors, and I, I just, without getting into where I heard it, I, I have certainly one person I trust a lot who gave a much darker explanation. Okay. Um, and I'm, Again, we're all stuck with whispers, but that there was um, something around the personnel selection that was um, th- who had thought had been agreed to that she had changed and that there was agitation oh, wow. around this change and that this was just, again, a way of she asserting his dominance. And so so those are sort of the two, broadly speaking, the two kind of conflicting theories out there. We We never, we may never know um, what really happened. It matters though, because if it were something more benign where he just got a little confused, he got agitated and they needed to take him out to sort of avoid interrupting the rest of the proceedings. That's one explanation. If it were something broader where she did, did something or he, he manipulated the selection process or changed things mm-hmm. that, that who, and maybe other people had thought had been agreed to. And then this happened. And then he had, you know, he had Hu Jintao basically, you know, Sort of escorted out. Escorted, yeah. yeah, I mean, they were they were they they didn't manhandle him. He's an old guy. They escorted him out. They were right, um, but he but didn't want to leave. He did initially. not appear to want to leave. Yeah. Then then that says something about she's leadership and she's approach to politics, which matters for both obviously for people inside China, but also matters for policymakers around the world in terms of how you deal with this person. And so it's not it's not as simple as like, like oh, we or all this video, we can spread rumors about it. It actually really is really important to understand what happened. And I'm not, I don't feel like we, 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 we really have a great grasp of what happened. But I think that my initial reaction was more towards old guy having an issue. I've certainly the last couple of days shifted to, I think we have to consider it plausible that there was something a little darker going on. Wow, yeah. But and, again, and if we, there was, and, then then it makes the past week even more extreme. Right. And this goes back to that initial discussion power. at the beginning about transparencies, which is about and this is why when I wrote that line about it, it was so hard because because I had already been, you know, spent a lot of time trying to figure out what was going on and certainly had started getting in at least one from someone I trust who's usually pretty good this this much more darker scenario. And and so, you know, but you go on Twitter and there's like there's people who've gone like done the step-by-step analysis that oh it was here's the document because there's a there's an image where you can sort of see the document in this red folder and it's blurry but someone says oh we you know we cleaned it up and we know mm-hmm. what it was and he'd already voted it wasn't about the name list because oh, so there was put, a lot of zapruder activity yeah, yeah there's a lot of people trying to really go frame by frame and analyze what happened and explain the explain the sort of the the sort of what was going on and you know, it's, it's, it's also become this sort of narrative war where like, if you say the people said, Oh, it's, you know, he was per, he was pulled off. Then, you know, you're sort of anti-China, whatever. It's just like, it's like, well, and then you were getting backlash to saying it, it was possibly health related. Yeah. And I mean, my, my news on Saturday, I just said, we don't know. This is the problem. I think this is the likely scenario, but a couple of things, other things we can look for is 
So Hu Jintao's son, his name is Hu Haifeng. He's a he's a party secretary of a city in Zhejiang province. And he was in the, I mean, poor guy. I mean, he was in the audience. So so whatever was going on, watching this happen to his father couldn't have been pleasant, even mm-hmm. if it were even if it were just a health issue. Um, so you know, if, if if there's something else going on with Hu Jintao where he is in some sort of trouble or you know, she's gonna take it out on him, he would certainly could certainly see whether or not something happens to his son over the next few months, right? Right. Um his son, I think it was yesterday, you know, there, we're now in the sort of propaganda and education phase of the party Congress where they're pushing out the, 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 the propaganda, the, the party Congress um, spirit and, and report and, and f- to the entire country, starting with all the cadres. And so everyone's holding these meetings. And so yesterday, Hu Jintao's son held a meeting with his um, his leadership with his municipal team mm. to go over the party Congress. And of course he praised, you know, has tons of praise for Xi. So, you know, again, unlikely maybe no- that he'd be carrying nope. those duties out. Uh, it's unlikely, or, or it's also, or it's also like, you know, it doesn't matter what he did to my father. I'm just have to go along with it. I mean, it's, 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 again, it's like, you can, you can craft a dark scenario. You can craft a less dark scenario. We just don't know. And I think a lot of ways people are going to take from it what they already believe about what's going on in China. Right. Right. Okay. And and this is unfortunate. And it just goes back to, and, and it goes back to the question earlier too about investors is it just, it's, it's harder and harder to know what's going on. And so if you've got a lot of money at stake, at some point you just don't need the headache. Yeah. Well, I, I have two final questions on Xi before we close out here. The first Reading a little bit about Hu Jintao and, and thinking back to that period in the early 2000s, I mean, my first visit, my only visit to China was in 2011 toward the tail end of Hu Jintao. And I just I couldn't imagine going to China today, even with the COVID, even if the COVID zero policies were, were lifted. And I just wonder, like, what would history say about Xi if his reign ended tomorrow? Like, I understand that he thinks he's a great leader, but is there consensus elsewhere that his time has been good for China? Like, even I'm sure it's hard to gauge the Chinese people. It's a a great question, and it's a very complicated question because um, the Hu Jintao era was great for some people. It was terrible for some people. And, you know, we were there. We were living there through almost the entire, I think, actually... Um, not sort of we we've moved there uh, like the second or third year of whose first term mm-hmm. and you know corruption was out of control the environment was a mess um, there were there were a lot of problems I mean it was interesting the 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 this third historical resolution the party released last year and then in the the report to the uh, party congress last week there's a section there are sections in there about how under Xi over the last 10 years, they were able to resolve a whole bunch of problems that they couldn't resolve before. Right. Basically it was a, it was a, it was, you know, people say, Oh, he's condemning who, and that's why he dragged him out. But in fact, this is language they've used before, but it was a general recognition that the previous era, the previous 10 years had a bunch of problems, which is true. Um, One area where for at least part of whose time you definitely saw an expansion of, of civil society. You saw an expansion of personal freedoms. You saw an expansion of, um, speech, not free speech, but but definitely, you know, testing limits. You had things like Weibo come along. You had some of these, you know, the internet really rose in that era. And mm-hmm. um, it was, 
it, but there by the end of the who you know last last uh, few years of, of who when Hu Jintao was in power, there was already a crackdown on those things. Um, so uh, you know, but she she's cleaned up the environment. Uh, she's made China stronger. Um, you know, there are plenty of people who who are very happy with she. You know, he's right. he he cleaned up a lot of corruption. Things were a lot of things work better in China than they did in, in during Hu Jintao. Um, it, so it's it's a and frankly, again, up until sort of the the Shanghai lockdown this earlier this year, China looked much better around the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, it was a massively massive hum, sort of human and political win for the party. They did not have mass death. They, they did, did not have they did look better, but at the same time, it was very easy to foresee the current predicament that they're in now. Like, yeah, I think by I think they're over here, anyways. Yeah, no, and 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 so, but so so it's a it's a it, there's no clear answer to that question. I would just say that there, you know, China's a big country with a lot of different classes and a lot of different social strata and a lot of different, um, a lot of different people. There, there are. I think she still has a lot of support. Yeah, and certainly around the nationalism and sort of China's rise in the world that has a lot of support. There's also a lot of problems, and so. But oh, it's it's an unfairly broad question. But it's we, also, it would be like if yeah. someone asked me, like, what has LeBron James meant to the NBA over the last right. twenty years? It's like, <laughs> how much time do you have? There are a lot of different things. Well, if you, you ask him, what, if you ask him about Xi Jinping, I'm sure he would have nice. It, that's right. <laughs> maybe it'd be no comment, or it certainly wouldn't be no um, comment. I think but, it's his but, game um, plan these days. But you know, the the, the, the Chinese government they like to regularly cite uh, recent. I think. I think a couple of years old now, surveys by um, Harvard and by Edelman, the big public relations firm, about sort of Chinese people's satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's difficult to get a, an accurate gauge of public opinion. Right. Um, I would, I, my general view was, at least before the dynamic zero COVID got really, really harsh and the economy really started having problems this year. My general view was those Edelman and Harvard surveys were broadly accurate mm-hmm. in terms of support for the government. Okay. Yeah. I guess my main curiosity is is whether he's lionized in as one of the greatest leaders the country's ever had. And because it seems like that's the way he sees himself and, and why he is it does. now it is. serving in, it per- is. in perpetuity. All right, you've reached the end of the free preview. If you want to hear the rest of the episode, you can subscribe to Stratechery Plus to get all of our Sharp China episodes, all of our Sharp Tech episodes, all of the Stratechery interviews, daily analysis from Ben Thompson, and a whole lot more. Ben, do you want to tell people how they can subscribe? Yeah, to subscribe, just go to sharpchina.fm. When you sign up there, as Andrew mentioned, you will not just get Sharp China and add a feed to your podcast player that has all the episodes, full length, but you also have links to get all the other parts of the Stratechery Plus subscription. You can, by the way, also, if you are a Bill Bishop subscriber, go to sinocism.com and add Sharp China there. But uh, we think that uh, the, the Stratechery Plus bundle is, is pretty interesting and you will enjoy it so you can check it out. It's a great deal. We've had fun with it the last couple months, and we're going to continue adding to the universe over the next couple months. So subscribe now and come along for the ride. And um, if you want to remain free, we'll continue to post snippets in this feed. We'll probably throw some full episodes in here as well. But subscribe to Stratechery Plus. We're going to have fun.